Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. This is Good Morning BT with Bo Thompson and Beth Troutman. Wait a minute. Nobody told me about this. I'm usually playing something really uplifting, something very David Chadwick-like. But I'm playing this for a reason, David Chadwick. Yeah, this Sunday, uh, I'm going to do my show on the question, are we living in the end times? And, And I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer by any means, but Probably the most often asked question to me on a regular basis right now is that one. Are, are we living in the end times? And I think the reason is because in Matthew 24, Jesus gives indications uh, that will happen in the world. And there are things like a great deception. Uh, there are going to be wars and rumors of wars. There are going to be all kinds of, I call them unnatural disasters, tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, volcanoes, etc. And it's going to be like a woman giving birth. Uh, the evidence of that child coming is going to be the frequency and intensity of the birth pangs. Mm. And Jesus said, as these things happen in greater frequency and intensity, it's an evidence of, look up, my coming is soon. So people ask me again all the time with the frequency and intensity of all the pains and problems in the world, the great deception, um, the wars and rumors of war, Israel, Hamas, Russia, Ukraine, China, Taiwan, North and South Korea, etc. And all of them now, Iran just recently can say they have nuclear capabilities. There's so much nuclear warfare available out there. A lot of people are really concerned and ask me that question. So I thought, well, let me spend a show dealing with that. So that's the question I'm trying to answer this Sunday. I know that off the air, I've asked you the question. I think it, it's. I, I think one of the big reasons that I've thought of that, that, that so many people in your congregation, people who know that you are a man of faith, come to you asking you that is because there's, uh, I think so many people feel so uneasy and so uncomfortable right now. And I, and, and we're, we're so inundated with the images of all of the things that you are talking about, from wars to the, the disasters. I mean, right now we're talking about, uh, the, the news headlines are talking about the, the fires that are happening in Texas. We've seen the, the frequency of the volcanoes in Iceland, you know, the, the fire that happened in Hawaii that was so devastating. The six rains and ago. mudslides in California, in California right now, yeah. uh, just off the charts as they've never been before. Uh, there's no question that there's something going on in the world uh, that's causing you know, a sense of urgency to understand all of this. But, but I think as well, we all have these little cell phones we carry around, and we can get the immediate news updates almost every second, and they keep our minds deluged with all of these issues as well. So Deceived, I think that's too, potentially. Yeah. yeah, and you are talking off air, Beth, about the whole deceptions going on in the world, just the lies people seem to be buying today mm-hmm. without much thoughtfulness at all. And it's causing pause among many thoughtful people just asking what's going on in the world. Yes, the world's always been bad, but again, not like it is today. There just seems to be like a woman giving birth to a child, birth pangs in frequency and intensity like never before. Well, you mentioned uh, some of those world events and uh, some of the conflict going on, namely in the Middle East and, and uh, you know, the things we're hearing out of Russia and Ukraine. So on one hand, uh, I, 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 they're physical examples, but I, I'm glad you mentioned the phones because they're oftentimes in this period of time we live in, you know, now or in modern times, as one would say, where I think to myself, is 
Is everything so heightened, especially when you talk about political vitriol? Is it at a, at a at a point where it's never been before, or is it just because we have these phones to constantly remind us that it is? Because we did, if we'd had phones, uh, you know, back in the, the the height of the Cold War in the '80s, or if we had, if there were phones in the middle of the the scandal in the White House with Bill Clinton, or you roll back and find your spot in the '60s or the '70s, and we had these these phones that constantly remind us and gave us feedback, and oftentimes negative feedback during those other times where the technology didn't allow this. If we'd had it then, what we have said about those periods of time versus now with, uh, you know, armchair quarterback, quarterbacking yeah. things? Well, it's a great question, and I, I've got a couple decades on you guys, so I've been around a little bit longer than you have. Um, I would answer your question, yes. I, I think, yes, the cell phone increases the amount of knowledge that we can receive on a moment's notice and does give us worldwide impact that we've never had before and shows us the absolute disgust of humanity in different places all around the world like never before. But I would say I've never seen it quite like this. I've never seen the frequency and intensity of the evils of this world be what they are. I mean, just if if I can speak from my own perspective on this, I mean, the last five years, who would have ever thought we would be debating the mutilation of little children's bodies in order for them to change genders? I mean, whatever your view, listeners, might be on that, I never saw that one coming at all. And yet it is a furious debate right now, and and I think, well, needed to be debated because these are life-altering, once-in-a-lifetime, never-to-be-reconsidered decisions. And people are allowing children at the age of seven and eight because of their feelings to trump what we've known to be truth for all of our mortal existence. It just doesn't seem to me to make sense. Again, I've just never seen it quite like it is today. So as you are focusing on this issue with not only Sunday's show, but also in your congregation. Yeah, I'm preaching through the book of Revelation right now. So it's heightened in my own mind as well. Is there, um, you are the hope bearer. You're the, you bring the torch of hope to us um, every week. What is the, what's the hope that you bring in, in this story for, for, for listeners? Yeah, Beth, that's a great question that, no matter what may happen to us, there's some out there who believe in what's called the rapture, that Jesus is going to take his church out of all of this mess before he comes back and deals with it. Um, if you believe that, that's awfully good news in a way, because that means you're not going to have to go through God's wrath, his judgment upon this world. But if you don't believe in that, I would say the promise is that God will give you his presence, his peace, and will allow you to go through any trial that you may face with his presence. You will endure to the end. So the hope is maybe the rapture is true, and <laughs> we don't have to worry about it. But then if it isn't, then we believe God will be with us no matter what, and we'll be able to endure to the end. All coming up on the David Chadwick Show this weekend. Yeah, pray for me. Then. <laughs> yes. I'll be able to say what needs to be said because it's a touchy subject. It's difficult, but I hope I do it well and pastorally. And it's intense and one that, that we all probably think about because we're all enduring all yeah. of these turbulations that we're, that are happening in the world. And interestingly, just one final thought, Titus 2.13 says that as you trust in the Lord, he gives you what's called a blessed hope. And at the end of the day, we do have a blessed hope that no matter what, God's in control of his world. That's where my life lives, and that's the only thing that allows me to continue to move forward. And the Tar Heels are playing pretty well, too. Against State on Saturday, my friend. How we uh, have that friendship continue with those two going after one another. (laughs) That's right. Well, in my household, we're just glad that Wake Forest beat Duke. Not not the court-storming part, but uh, but, uh, we're glad that 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 happened. And all God's people said amen. That's right. That's right. (laughs) No. 
So that's uh, so we got the Tar Heels this weekend on BT. We got David Chabuk on BT. What else do you need on the weekend? That's well, right. a, a, except just a great hope that all is going to work out. Absolutely. Thank you, David. Thank you, guys.